I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the KSL Home Show, sponsored by Osmond Designs. If you like talking about Utah homes and real estate, then this is the place on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into the Home Show today. Thank you for joining us. If you are just joining us, I am Lindsay Ertz here with Heather Osmond, who owns two Osmond Designs locations, one in Lehigh, one in Orem. And joining us today, Jamie Walker of Walker Home Designs. Hi, Jamie. Hello. Thanks for having me on again. Welcome back, Jamie. It's always fun to have you. Yes. We love it. Okay, so Salt Lake Parade of Homes is just ending. So there a lot of our listeners today were inspired by what they saw. They're They're thinking of either building a home, remodeling their home, whatever that may be. Tell us a little bit about what's going on in the market right now and then specifically at your business. Yeah, so uh, the construction world is crazy busy still. Uh, We've heard prices are starting to come down a little bit on materials. Uh, Labor's starting to go up, so hopefully that's good signs. You saw all the schools like get delayed because of construction problems and labor shortages. It's affected everybody in every industry. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Uh, A few years back, we we had worked with a company to do color renderings, and uh, those are like photograph-looking pictures of our homes. And uh, I met a guy, and he said, yeah, we have a company out of Texas. But really, he had actually worked with a company in India, and I don't know if you remember years ago when um, there was that earthquake over right below Mount Everest. Well, all of his rendering company was there and it shut everything down there. And then we had that hurricane that went through Houston. And so for four months, we were waiting on renderings that were affected by an earthquake across the world and a, a hurricane in Texas mm. to get our renderings here in Utah. So That's the world crazy. is smaller these days. And uh we're all affected by little things that happen everywhere. I think so too. So I am all about just being more and more self-contained, right? With COVID, a lot of us weren't even allowed to get out of our homes, right? And so we really stayed home more often and we we had to really rely on our emergency storage room supplies that had been purchased. So tell us a little bit about what emergency prep people can do on their homes. Yeah. So we're getting a lot of people now requesting things that they didn't think about five, 10 years ago, like a lot of people are buying Tesla electric cars. So we need to have electric uh, plugins in the garages for them. So those are becoming more and more commonplace. And uh, just in the last few months, we've had, I think on the last show, I mentioned our own uh, emergency remodel that we had with a flood and things like that. We hear about, you know, fires are happening and energy shortages and uh, water shortages and then water, too much water. We're getting floods and things like that. So I wanted to touch on a couple of things. Um, every year you should be replacing the batteries in your smoke detector. So 
this is a good time to remember to do that. Um, the reason why now is a good time is usually those tend to go off at about 2 a.m. Hmm, right? chirping. Why in the, the middle of the <laughs> I think there's some kind of evil electrician <laughs> oh, or engineer that, that uh, put, put They're a, on a timer. A timer and when in the kids are already, that. you just got the kids to sleep and then the, the smoke detector yep. goes off. Yep. So pick a time of year that's the same time and just replace those batteries once a year. So back to school, maybe put your batteries back in, something like that. Um, but those those are good to have. And then it's always good to have a tall ladder because the one that does go off is usually in a room that's vaulted mm-hmm. at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And just uh, be careful with that. Uh, the other thing we're doing a lot of lately over the last couple of years has been backup generators for your house. And you can actually buy those anywhere from a few thousand dollars to, you know, maybe five or six thousand dollars for one that'll run your whole house. And your gas company and electrician can hardwire those into your house so that they just kick right on naturally. The power goes out. You get a storm in December coming through, knocks out the power lines, but all of your essential items can be run. Your refrigerator, your uh, heat, um, your home theater, you know, because you need comfort during those difficult times. Clearly. You have to watch uh, your favorite movie in, a, in an emergency, right? for sure. But the those are good to have. The only negative about that is if you're the only house that has everything on, it, it's interesting. So we, you're going to get all the neighbors, we're, right? <laughs> yeah, we're that house on our street. So yeah. the power will go out at Christmas, and our lights are still up, and the whole street's dark <laughs> except for our house. But last year, you remember we had the big windstorm that came through about a right. year ago, uh-huh. and our power on our street. We were kind of lucky. We're in the Mill Creek Holiday area, and our power was out only three days. There were some other places that were out for a couple of weeks. But it was nice because our neighbors knew that we had that generator and they would come over to recharge their phones Mm -hmm. so they could stay in touch and things like that. So even simple things, uh, you can buy gas powered ones. The key with those is to make sure you run those outside your house. Mm. Um, I've heard horror stories of of hurricane society, you know, down in, in Texas and Louisiana, they get hit and people are scared to go outside and run them. So they bring them in their house and they, they poison themselves. So you got to be careful with that. Um, the uh, the third yeah third thing is water supply. Um, one of the cool things that we started doing about twenty years ago was having a backup water tank that's tied right into your water system, and extra water heaters. You know, all of that can be drinkable, usable water uh, for that. And then if you have a pool or a hot tub, remember you can use that to wash with. Don't drink that water, but remember that can be used as a backup water system. Uh, the cool thing about the backup tanks is you can have them pressurized. So if you live in an older part of town where the water lines tend to break, which is what our situation was, you go out to your main and shut that off, and it's still pressurized in your house. A lot of times if the water gets hit, you lose all pressure. But with a backup bladder tank that's pressurized, you can actually take a shower or turn a faucet on, uh, things like that. So we, we try to tend to give our clients a little more of those emergency prep kind of things like that. So you heard it on the KSL show. You need a hot tub or a pool. Yeah. It's an emergency prep yeah. item. Yes. There you go. Can we get relief money to pay for stuff like that? I need this hot tub. We have all the good ideas here, don't that we? That is a brilliant idea. Now, one of the, the the more economical things you can do for emergency prep, and this is what I wish we had. I thought we had one of these, but we didn't, is a moisture detector. And these are set up with your phone. Uh, you, they're under 50 bucks, and you can get five or six of them online you can even stay at home and order them and what you want to do is set those near areas that might get wet um 
I joke with my clients a lot of times that if you have a sump pump, the only time it fails is when you're out of town. Mm, of course. <laughs> and so, so if you have these moisture detector uh, detectors and they're linked to your phone, you can know as soon as that refrigerator water line starts to drip under your wood floor – you'll get a, a notification on your phone right then. And you're not talking from personal experience uh, yeah. or anything all, about that one, Jamie. All of my right? horror stories come from a, <laughs> a, a personal experience. So. If you heard about this story of Jamie Walker and his refrigerator leaking all over his hardwood floors on the last time you were on the KSL show, that was quite entertaining. It was sneaky, though. It went under the wood floors and dripped through water features down in our basement before we uh, realized it. It probably happened for a few months. And even just fun. a few weeks ago, we had that torrential thunderstorm, yep. right? And our um, rain gutters failed, as did a lot of our neighbors. And so the water started going in our window wells yeah. and coming in through the basement windows because there was just so much water in such a wow. short amount of time that it was just going to fail. So we yeah. started getting towels and like Buckets running to the windows. And my husband was out there shoveling in the torrential oh downpour. And I mean, certainly a system like that. I mean, you're going to know if that's coming in the window quickly. But like you're saying, the refrigerator, if that's leaking, you may not know that for yeah. Till it's too late. So there's, I mean, when you talk about things like that, it's it's good to have a good set of house plans that foresee how things will drain mm. and plan out that kind of stuff too. So you know, I'll kind of spin that over on house plans. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, uh, great things to think about emergency prep when you're designing your home or even remodeling. Uh, especially when you remodel, think about what's been bugging you about the house and how how water's draining or how shade is hitting certain parts of the yard. And factor in all those things to make it better when you do spend the money to go remodel. I love that. Jamie, introduce yourself. Tell us all what you do, and and then I'll brag about how awesome you are. So uh, I've been designing homes professionally almost 30 years. We're actually celebrating our 21st year as a company, but a few years before that, I worked with a a big builder here in Utah and uh, built homes growing up with my dad and my grandpa. And builders started telling us that our plans are bidding out ten to $30,000 less to build than other architects in the country. And in a lot of cases, we've actually been able to save our clients hundreds of thousands uh, compared to other architects designing similar square footages. And it all comes down to the, the science and the understanding of how to make a home economical to build, functional to live in, attractive to look at, and fun. And that goes from the fun spaces inside to the landscaping on the outside uh, we just want our clients to pull up to their home and just fall in love every time they pull in their driveway. I love that. So you do not only custom plans, but you also help people with remodels, and then you have a quick house plans. Yep. So our our Walker plans are kind of the the full on custom and remodel. You know, hand holding. A lot of uh, time goes into it. We have a great team that kind of walks people through if it's their first time and helps them feel. Uh, calm and relaxed because it can be stressful doing this. And if it's a builder that's, you know, been there, done that a bunch of times, and they're just looking for a good set of plans that's reliable, they can go on our sister site called quickhouseplans.com and uh, click and buy a plan, just like they're picking a shirt off Amazon. And uh, you get the the best of the best of those plans. um, And they come ready to go right to the city, especially in this day and age where it's taking forever to get stuff. Quick house plans. I mean, we foresaw this coming, I guess, because about eight, 10 years ago when we started that company, it was designed to just bang, bang, bang. And you have a set of plans in just hours or days. I mean, they're that fast. Does it really work that quickly, though? Do you have to have a certain size lot? Do you have to? I mean, 
Well, what else goes into it? There's all that. I mean, I'm just talking about the plans, right. sure. But there's due diligence that happens before that, right? right. So if we if we go and uh, this could be a whole other segment. Probably. <laughs> no, um, next week. I open your, the can to be continued. Sorry. <laughs> your due diligence is first to get pre-qualified. I mean, that's step one. How much money can you afford and how much do you want to spend when you build? And then go out and look for land in areas you want to be in. Uh, I teach a lot of classes at uh, different shows around the country and – one of the things I teach my uh, clients and investors is don't look where everybody else is looking. I mean, everybody knows about the MLS. Real estate agents pick those things over by 4 a.m. And so the rest of us that get up at 6 or 8 are saying, oh, well, there's no good deals left. That's because the good deals are usually gone pretty quick. Um, so what I teach is to go look where most people don't think about, like neighborhoods you want to be in for sale by owner signs. You can always get deals there. And even homes that are not for sale. If you see an old dumpy house in a nice part of town, go knock on the door um, and just say, hey, I'm, I'm getting ready to move in the area. I wondered if you'd like to sell your house. A lot of people are doing that. And uh, the, the people selling are getting a good deal. You're getting a good deal. And you don't have to deal with the, the you know, going through the whole uh, exercise of having them list it and do all that. It's still good to have an agent involved, but it saves a lot of time and you're not up against comp- uh, competitions and raising prices that way. Absolutely. So I love that you do simple plans. You do custom plans. You can order your plans online. You can meet with you and your staff and your team, design the home of your dreams. If you're looking at remodeling, you come out to the project, you listen to your clients, you customize a plan that works for what the needs of that individual client is. And What I love most about Jamie Walker is he answers his phone. He gets right back to you. He's there on the project. You are in the details. You are in the trenches helping your clients. And one of the most creative people I've ever met when I've worked with you on the Parade of Homes, your make-a-wish rooms are always way over the top. I mean, Jamie puts his whole heart and soul into all of your projects. And I really appreciate that about you. Thank you so much. Jamie Walker. Thank you for joining us on yeah. the home show today. You can always find him at Walker Home Design. You're also on social media. Yep. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Walker Home Design. Uh, come get educated and learn how to save thousands when you build. And go check out some of his backyards, too. They're insane. Jamie Walker, thank you. We'll be back on the home show. 